sexy. Besides being like crazy, let me say a sack of rat shit or something. <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy, <laughs> gonna rat something. He's like, I, I'm not even being able to help <laughs> you out. <laughs> I was like, ah. There's always gotta be some weird <laughs> sexual tension. With damn Scott, yeah. she's showing her bra. She, she is. She is. Mark Schwann. I think he would have sex with her. Oh, he would. Oh, Even after all that He'd probably have sex strapped down with her. Like, if she eats Like, I can see that. I can tell see that. I'm tired of looking round rooms, wondering what I gotta do, or who I'm supposed to be. I don't wanna be anything other than me. Thank you, kid. Thank you. You're welcome. This one. It is this one. I'm Winston, and I too would wear a cape at a funeral. I'm Jeanette. Would you really? I'm sorry. If that person. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was just interrupted by Jimmy. You were. That's a count. On to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> that just out, yes, it Okay, well, and I'm Jimmy L, and um, I too am known for hiding my true feelings sometimes of issues that are going on with me. Yeah. Deep. Deep. I know, but I, I didn't, we haven't done this in like what? Shit, three damn episodes. No, we just did it last week. No, we didn't. I yes, don't remember doing we, no, did. we did. Not. I feel like we've done this every week. Yeah, we we I did. We, we did this, and you just didn't have anything. Oh, okay, that's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Great. So, in case you don't know, each week we meet and discuss latest episodes. I saw you, Jeanette, flipping through I didn't mean to our binge casting of WB turns CW series One Tree Hill, which ran for nine seasons. Jeanette just tried to peek ahead for the rest of I season six. Not. But in case you don't know, we're currently talking about season six of One. Tree Hill, um, and this week we're talking about uh, an episode by itself, um, you know, which, you know, I, I don't know, in retrospect, I mean, it was sad, we probably could have watched another one after it, but, I mean, I also liked doing it by itself, I guess. Really? So. I mean, we could have watched another one. We could have. We but could I have. was kind of an emotional wreck. Yeah. In the um, lightest sense. Yeah, in the lightest sense, yeah. So, Jeanette, do you want to tell us what episode yeah, we're Yeah, what's going on, Jeanette? It's, it's called Get Cape, Wear Cape. Fly, written by Mark Schwann, <clears throat> directed by <laughs> the Liz dirty pig, Friedlander, yes, the, the groper, possibly the creep, the massager. Mm. The original air date was September fifteenth, two thousand and eight. Death be not proud. The loss of someone young and promising brings all of Tree Hill together in sorrow, including Jamie, whose parents struggle to help their little boy comprehend what happened. 
quite sad. That was quite sad. Even you reading it is a little sad. I know, yeah. I did it all sad so I could get us in the mood. Good emotions, good emotions. So, um, uh, the voiceover at the beginning of this episode, Quinn Fields was a, was a basketball player. Um, you know, uh, Son, a brother, yeah. a mate, a friend. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. It, um, so this, this episode kind of picks up where, um, you know, last season left off. Or we last episode left off with uh, the phone call. Yeah, the phone call, and Lucas gets the call. And um, it just, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect that episode to end that way the first time I saw it. Especially not after the episode before it ended with, like, you know, or the two episodes ago, we ended up getting attacked. Well, just the episode before, because this is the second episode. Mm-hmm. So just the episode before, we had such a big thing with, like, Brooke being attacked that I think I was just in shock, that, like, when they were, like, oh, when, when Q gets shot, I'm like, really? Like, yeah. so early in the season? Like, no. Brooke just got attacked. It's... They're loading it on thick. Yeah. All the drama. The juice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Skills uh, shows up at the house. Yes. Yeah. Is, it, is it true? Talking to Lucas. Oh, how sad. Yeah. That is so sad. And I, like, I really keep forgetting how young they really are. They're only 22. Right. And so, I mean, a lot of these things you don't experience until later on in life after you've lived, and then you kind of have even more memories. But, um, like, it's, it's, it, it's still hitting me that they're really young. Because so yeah. and, and the reason why I'm saying that is because at first I didn't know how to process skills coming to Lucas. I'm like, is it true? And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, duh. But um, I can see it now. Like yeah. it's really young and emotional. Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> We're gonna cut to Nathan. Yes, he's, he's like he you. doesn't even know what's going on. He's just on the court. Because he um, was getting the practice with him yeah. really yeah. early, you know. So, so then we see Haley walk up, and you know we don't hear her tell him, but you can tell that that's what she's doing. Yeah, he drops his basketball. So, yeah. then we got to Brooke. Well, right. I just want to say, because, you know, we talked about Haley showing up, mm-hmm. right? I thought that shot was so well done, like, the beauty of it. Like, because, no offense to James Lafferty, but he's not the most emotional actor. And I think sure. they've commented on that, you know, like, some of the commentary. So I just thought it was really beautiful, kind of, like, pulling out. And you only see his reaction. You don't see the conversation. Right. And you see Haley hold him. So I, I really appreciated that shot. And then it's, like, on the river court. And, That's all we need. Yeah, it's really all we, we need. We don't need him yeah. getting to be a mess. So it was kind of playing to his strengths. But it, you could you could tell he was a mess from far away, like, mm-hmm. hugging Haley. But I don't know. But at the same time, you're like, Haley's also kind of breaking down, telling him. And <clears throat> Bethany Joy Lynn's, you know, she's she's so good at playing some Ooh. of these emotional scenes. So, like, just watching her, like, sort of, like, break when she's, like, trying yeah. to tell him. She's like, you know, there's, like, this hesitation. And you can see her get out. And you're just like, oh, baby. Because yeah. oh. he was her student, you know. So it's even. It's, even worse. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. So, but yeah, you were saying that we were going to Brooke. Yeah, Brooke her, is a hot mess. Her eyes look so bad. <laughs> like they look so she bad. Her clothes out onto the street. Yes, yeah. which is kind of funny though. Why? Like just watching her throw stuff out of the street, she looks like a crazy person. She's, She's like, ah! one day sale, ah! everything is free. So, um. So obviously going through something something crazy yeah. just throwing her clothes out on the street i'm so mad at everybody but at the same time you know so let's talk about nathan the haley and deb and mm-hmm. haley's like you know what am i going to tell my students you know and she's like what am i going to tell jamie you know he loved q and yeah. um yeah 
and uh, Nathan's just kind of sitting there, kind of like in shock. And so she says, "Then she say, does she say I guess I'll tell him, or did Nathan say I'll tell Nathan him?" Nathan said that. Nathan <laughs> said I guess I'll tell him, and then Haley came back and said, "No, let's let's tell him yeah. together." So. Yeah. Yeah. So. So then we have we cut to Skills and and Lucas and with all the teammates. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. And then we go back. go back to, you know, Haley and Nathan telling Jamie that he had an accident. Yeah. And Jamie's like, is he okay? Like, no, he's not okay. His body stopped working. Which I thought was a damn good def- initially. Yeah. I thought it was a damn good definition as a, a way to describe this to a kid that may yeah. not understand. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, yeah. Because kids, you don't understand. I remember... When I woke up and everybody was at my grandmother's house, you know, when my dad died and everybody's like sad and they're upset. And I just remember sitting there and not really understanding what's wrong. I can remember sitting on her couch. I remember everybody in the room. I remember them telling me that he's not coming back. But at the same time, you're not really processing what's going on and you're not really understanding. You're like, what do you mean he's not coming back? You know, like. But how so, old were you then? I was about Jamie's age. I was like four going on five. So, I mean, he just turned five and I was like four going on five. So, um. Yeah, so... Like, and even his, his question immediately afterwards is like, so what about the Ravens? Ravens yeah, he can't play right? anymore. Like, you know? And so, and I, I appreciated Haley just coming out and he died. Like, because yeah. A, hurt your son is, is more than typical. So, you know, so that it's little small, it's just not going to work. So he he needed to hear that. But then he still didn't seem to get it because he's like, what about his cape, you know? He's, he's going to like it, you'll see. Like, oh no, he doesn't understand what that means. Yeah. Like, have y'all told him what dying actually is? means? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine, like, trying to tell a child, like, like that kind of thing? I can only imagine it's hard, you know? It's really, really hard. Well, that's why, well, like, they don't, people typically don't tell their kids about death. Like, especially, like, maybe with a pet or something. It's like, oh, it's just sleep or, oh, yeah. I had to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because, well, typically you don't want to. You don't want to have to tell your kid you about an actual person dying. You're trying to protect them from the reality much, of the In hindsight, though, it's not necessarily the best solution. Well, I mean, I think you have that talk with them to. someday, but yeah. four or five years old is not the time. I, I, I know we, when my grandmother passed away, um, we didn't tell London. I don't recall us sitting down talking to London about anything. It was just one of those things that, especially in our community, in our household, it was just... You don't know what to say, so you don't say anything. Which, in, in like in hindsight, was probably not the best thing. But um, like, it's just—I just remember we all were kind of thinking that life is just going to be different, and it and it was very much so. But I will say, I don't want to take away from Nathan um, Haley in this scene. Mm-hmm. Her tears and talking to Nathan and talking to Jamie, like she brought it home. Like, I felt every bit of her emotions. Like, I felt like, like, Bethany was just like, hold up. <laughs> Don't forget, baby. Like, I'm a real actress around here. Like, she, she brought it. Like, it was there. Like, I felt every bit of her emotions in that. Every bit. Yeah. So. She's, she's good. Um, there's a lot of great performances in this episode. Yes. So, I mean. Um, Peyton shows up to close gate. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what are you doing? What are you just Like, no, she's just, like, trying to snatch it back, and the girl's, like, fighting her. Women are like wolves. Yeah. Like, Damn. I mean, when there's some good, good I mean, yeah. uh, and they are just in the street, and she is saying they're for free. They're free. So. Yeah. yeah. And so Peyton's like, "Do you want a talk? Of, talk about your mom? What's going on?" She's like, "The horrible, selfish bitch," and you know. 
So she's like, good talk. She says to Peyton, she's like, good talk. Uh, and, you know, Peyton's like, Brooke. Like, she's trying to talk to her, and then Brooke's just like, I want my key back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Peyton's like, what? Like, okay. And she's like, I mean, she's, she said, she said, I'm not running a Rachel Katina crack dinner or something like yes. that. Is that what yeah. she said? So she like, can't people running in and out at all hours of the night. Yeah. So she's like, I just want to feel safe in my own mm-hmm. home. You know, so I need my key. Um, and she's just like, why are you here? Yeah, she's like, hey, why are you here? I was like, who like, is she? Like, what? Yeah, this is your best friend. She's, she yeah, she's going through something. She and she's is. lashing out. She so, Hayden did give her a key. She did, and so yeah. she was like, you know, I came to talk to you about Lucas. Like, one of his players died, and he's a mess, and I just wanted you to know that. So, I, I hate to think what would happen to Peyton if he, she didn't give Brooke the key. Oh yeah, <laughs> Brooke would beat that ass <laughs> with the hanger. She should have, should have pulled out her gun and be like, "Bitch, keep oh, my yeah. key." Oh yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um. So then, in class, Haley tells her students she doesn't know what to say. Yeah. Because somebody and then somebody asks like, "What's the point?" And he's like, "Quinn was here yesterday. Now he's gone forever. Like, what's the point?" And she says, "There's no point." Yeah. No point. Yeah. No point. It's kind of sad. Extra. Then we cut to some comedic relief. Yes, thank goodness. Psycho bitch. Carrie's so excited because she has a new plan. A new plan. Um, Think you can fool me? I was like, like, girl, like you're dumb. Like you're just dumb. Mm -hmm. I got a new plan. They're gonna they're gonna bring Jamie to him because it's gonna be his last dying wish. Wait a minute. She said when life brings you lemons. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? When life brings you she say you squeeze them? No, she said when life brings you lemons, um Oh, uh, I don't know, because I didn't write the rest you of it. You don't turn into a sour puss. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> you like bring to lemons, don't turn into a sour puss. Dan's like, they won't bring Jamie to see me, but then... He's like, like he hates me. He's scared of me. And she's yeah. like, mm, I've got this card, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> My plan sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pierce, you go, no caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing. <laughs> My plan sucks. Oh, she's such a great criminal. Uh, she is. Uh, she is. She really is. Um, and so basically, she tells him that whoever brings him there, Dan Scott, is going to kill him too. Like the person that comes, mm-hmm. she personally hopes it's Haley. Yeah. Well, she <laughs> so, um, too late for Nathan. You can't have him. No. Oh no. So. I mean, tried and failed. Yeah. At so. this point. But then we go back to Skills and Nathan. Um, is it Luke? Or is it Luke? I got Skills it's, and Nathan. Yeah, Skills, no, it Skills and Lucas. Okay. Is it Lucas? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. He was saying I was going to tell Q that I was proud of him. Oh, yeah. we were supposed to have tomorrow, because that's what he was going to tell him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lucas feels like he let Q down. Because, mm-hmm. what, he was trying to set a good example, but he's the one that got suspended. I don't know. Yeah. He talks about he's got a little brother. I didn't care. Yeah, whatever. I I mean, I care, but... Because the only thing Skills did, the entire thing, was just wrapping up, like, what happened. Like, he died, and, you know, and I'm just... It was just... But, I mean, it kind of... That was the reason why I asked him, you know. Well, I think it kind of goes into... When somebody dies or something happens, you kind of replay everything you had, like, is there something I could have done differently? And so he was letting him know, like, 
last night I was supposed to talk to him and tell him how proud I was and you know like can you imagine like what would have happened if I had done that maybe we could have prevented this I feel like that was what they what, what kind of they were trying to mean to go by even bring it back it but I feel like the writing kind of failed him on that it, one. It, it really like did bringing it around it was just kind of like you know, do you remember when I asked you I yeah. told you I was going to see him like and that's what I was like that was, I was going to tell him that I was much. proud yeah like it was just too much so um yeah. But even Antoine did some nice acting in this episode. Later on, yes. Right so. now, no. But, I mean, typical Lucas is so selfish. I mean, just going to throw that out there. Like, what did he say? I felt I, I wasn't a good example for him because I got suspended. But that's the truth. That I, I bought 100%. That has nothing to do with his death. <laughs> nothing at all. At all. And I doubt that with his death, she was I even agree. thinking about it. Probably wasn't. No. But, I mean, you're a coach and you, you are... A figure that he's not whitey. To. He'll never be whitey. I don't want him. <laughs> whitey didn't get to be whitey until years on down the line. Why he had to mess up with Camilla? I don't think he ever messed up with Camilla. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and Whitey did too. He does not. We're gonna see him. He's gonna. Why didn't he? Say... Well, he did not, Quentin. No, he did not. Maybe he's in a retirement home. He better not. Somewhere there are no retirement. He's blind home. now because you know, he had that eye problem once upon uh-huh. a time. He's at the blind. Oh, let's not talk about Whitey. My phone's uh, already hurt. So Nathan cleans out Key's locker. Oh, while, <laughs> while Jamie looks at like the playboard, you know, and yeah. it has Quentin's name like all over it. And uh, he sees the jersey there, and he asks, "Can he have it?" And so he lets them put it on, and they hug. And I was like, "Oh, that was a cute moment." Yeah. Is that back to Carrie? Back to the comedic relief. She's loading a gun. I think she's loading it right at Dan's head. Yeah, she's got his gun. She was like, yes, because one of her, she was like, you know, she was like, really nice speech chats. I know because I've been there. Because how do you think I found your gun? Right under under a magazine of like suburban filth. You know, Mm -hmm. they do have a really nice collection. Yeah, she started. Her little bot, yeah. Like this on there. secretly want him. And so. he's chained up. He was just like, why don't you have a kid of your own? He was like, you're young, you're sexy. Besides being like crazy, what do you say? A sack of rat shit or something? Yeah, like crazy, that. crazy yeah. than a rat, something. He was like, I, I might even be able to help <laughs> you out. Oh, <laughs> I was like, it's always gotta be some weird <laughs> sexual tension. With damn Scott, she's yeah. showing her bra. She, she is. Mark Schwann. I think he would have sex with her. Oh, he would. Oh, even after all that she. He'd yeah. probably have sex strapped down with her. Like if she. Like sex. I can see that. I can still see that. Even after she hot, hot, hot stuff to him. Hot, 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 hot stuff. He's over that shit. That ain't anything. She fed him roaches and oatmeal. It's foreplay for him. All she's doing is get a basketball and he's turned on. Uh, His face will be coming out with one. (laughs) His modeling it. Um, Then we see Brooke shooting the gun. Yeah. And so then Lucas... Oh, mouth. Oh, something. Mouth's not around. No, he isn't. <laughs> the trivia is mouth and Melvin did not appear in this episode. Oh. <laughs> yep. yeah, that was coming. I didn't know that. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> 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 oh my god. That's what you get, people, when you listen to the two podcasts, you get trivia doing the show. Um. <laughs> So Lucas and Peyton and Nathan and Haley and I didn't yeah. even see Skills at first, but I guess he's there. They all go to the house. And I didn't see Peyton. <laughs> I saw her. She got out the car. I did not see her until she left. She was in the damn hot room with him. I did not. I maybe I was riding at the time, but I lit because she didn't say anything. 
And so, but I literally didn't see her until the left. No, in this case, you know, when she was wearing her black dress later for the funeral, I was like, she looks really pretty. She was like, no, she is ugly. And I was like, no, she was ugly. I was like, she's like, I liked her hair like that. I liked her in the black dress. I thought she was pretty. And he just kept harping on how she was so ugly. And I was like, but that's when I had an aha moment and realized why I really don't like her, which is what I tell him. And I'm like, she's really pretty. She is pretty, but I hate her posture. I really hate her posture. But I told him that it, I think like, I really that, that that's a is. choice because when I've seen her in other things, like in uh, Grey's Anatomy, she played a doctor who had an affair with another woman. Makes me that want was to correct my posture. Right? Uh, <laughs> it's not a, slouching. But I think like, she wasn't like that when she was in Grey's but, Anatomy. And knowing what we now know about things that happen on the set and Mark's apparent like obsession with her, I, I really feel like you know there might have just been some uncomfortability for her. Like to dress in some of these things. I'm like, he made her do a promo shoot in a damn bikini while everybody else was fully clothed. Like, who does that? You know? So, and her posture was great in that photo. It was. So, I really. But I just, again, like, she just. Like, leak ass. But anyway. (laughs) You know. So, they all show up, and so then they leave Jamie to play. We found out this is Quentin's brother. Yes. It goes by Dre. His name is Brandon. His name is Brandon. 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 Brandon Andre Fields. And he's yeah. like, Quentin was my brother. Quentin was my friend. Yeah, so cute. Ugh. And so that was happening outside, but on the inside, ugh, I know. the mama. Ooh, I, I, got, love I definitely got teared up. That woman. I definitely got Do teared up. Do you remember up. her? Uh-uh. Her name is Delisa. She was on uh, A Different World. She was originally a college student who later graduated, and she ended up marrying one of the teachers. Mm-hmm. That, and so she stayed on the show. Oh, yeah. I don't remember her from that, but. Um, <laughs> but my point is, she's always been a damn good actress, and so she she brought this on too. So go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just so this moment was uh, it was nice. So she um, she kind of like thanked Lucas, right? Yeah. Like. And you know, because and then she talked about skills. She did. Mm-hmm. And how Quentin always had such great things to say about him. And then, um, didn't she say hi to Nathan? Did she say something to Nathan? She did. did. She did. said something to Nathan because it was after that that she then said something to. But she was like, I really wanted to thank. Yeah. You. Know, you. She was just like. She was just like, oh, I can't believe the day I came home and see him reading a book. And he was just mm-hmm. like, you know, that Mrs. James Scott, she's tough. She might even be tougher than you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know you all were just trying to help my baby live up to the greatness that God gave him. And, you know, yeah. she's like, she's going to be all right because, you know, Jesus Christ and, you know, they're going to well, see each other. Well, the spark that was, was hailing. Yeah. She was just like, your strength is inspiring. Yeah. My strength comes from Jesus. Oh, no, I, was like, I was like, all right now. <laughs> Him again. We will Faith, see him again. Faith yeah. will see us through. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. And so. About to have a hallelujah moment on one church. tree here. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, so she picked up his picture and like you know, yeah. held it. Oh, and yeah. I definitely had tears in my eyes at this point. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. I was like, oh, this episode. I was like, I told you, I was turning to you. I was like, I hate this show sometimes. Yeah. Um. And so they outside Jamie and and, and uh Brandon and Andre are comparing like my favorite like my mom makes the best spaghetti. My mom makes the best mac and cheese. And my you know favorite is a cheetah. Mine's a rabbit or maybe a raven. And he's like, yeah, ravens. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going inside because it's too sad in there. Yeah. And so then it's time for them to go. And Jamie ends up giving 
the little boy the jersey, and I got teared up again. Yeah, I had just got the tears oh. out. I was like, "Dear!" He realizes that. Yeah. So did his his brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. Which is when I saw Peyton leave. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so then Haley and Nathan talk about Jamie not going to the funeral because it's so final, you know. Which, I mean, you know, he, he should go, I think, you know. I, I think, think so, so too. Yeah. They don't know what to do. Yeah, and they're only 22. Yeah. But then Nathan reminisces about going to his grandfather's funeral when mm-hmm. he was five. Yes. And we see <laughs> the flashback of Dan telling him, you know, to kiss, the, kiss your grandfather. So he had to kiss the corpse. Yes. Ugh. And they're like, maybe Jamie shouldn't go. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I laughed so hard. Um... And so then, Devin Skills, though. Yes, this is when Skills could actually smack him. Dev is like, you know, she's like, I just want to see you. I just want to be there for you. And he's like, you know, um, he's like, I just, she's like, how are you? He's like, I just want to wake up. I just want, I just want you to wake up. She's like, have they, have they found the person that did this? And he's like, I, I don't think so. So she like hugs him. She was like, you know, well, he's like, he was like, well, he's like, I gotta go because I, he's like, he's like, I gotta go because I don't want to get you in any more trouble with everything going on. And so then he said, that's what he said. She's like, I'm here for you. He was like, yeah, you here, Q gone. And I, I don't know where the hell I am. You know, it's just. He's someplace else. And it, uh, and again, even with him, it all seemed believable. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah so. Surprisingly. And so then we see Brooke has, like, things written in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so... And then it was all around her eyes. No, some of it was around, like, one was around her neck. Mm-hmm. Kind of where all the bruises were. Where all the were. bruises are. It was where all the bruises were. Like, and it was like, uh, what was like intimidation and revenge and like mm-hmm. retaliation and just, so, like, I'm like, there's oh. a lot. She's yeah. like super hateful now. But when someone takes your power, and first off, you're feeling powerless, but when someone takes your power, like, you want revenge. Yeah. Until you find out it really doesn't And so then we cut to her like on the couch, and Peyton's like, you know, I just don't understand how something like this can happen. And then here comes Brooke with like all of these like facts and statistics. statistics. Yeah. She's like, crime, crime, assaults, rapes. I'm like, oh. Everyone, no one was expecting that or needs to hear that. Right and then she was like, life sucks and then you die. And like Jamie's, Jamie's like, Jamie's like, I'm sorry. She's like, it's a tragedy. I'm sorry. It's, just, it's tragic. I'm sorry. She like walks out. Um, so then Haley comes out to find her. Yeah. She's, she's like, just talk to me, Brooke. She's like, with everything going with Angie and Victoria and my fall down the stairs. Mm-hmm. So Haley recommends the, the therapist. therapist. I mean, she needs to help. She does. She needs to she's talk to somebody. She's also not talking to somebody. And Deb, I don't know what the hell she doing. No, I don't know. Yeah. And then what I liked is she was just like, that must have been some fall. Like, That's what Haley said to her. I don't yeah. think Haley believes her. I don't think Haley believes her. No. I don't think anybody believes it. I don't think Peyton believes it. I don't think anybody believes it. Like, I, girl, like, bye. If you sit down and say, what the hell did you hit? Falling down and say, show me what you hit. To really. Because that's what I would have yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> to do all of that, show me what was, show yeah. me. How did it happen? Show me. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to the dancer. Yeah, he's trying to get out of there. Yes. He gets free. He does. He does. He's like trying to lift across the yard. I didn't even know his leg was broke. Like I forgot he had all those broken things. He's all screwed up. He got hit by an car. So he He falls on a grave. Yeah. Carrie goes, get your hands away from my son. (laughs) She like smacks him with a shovel. That could have killed him. That could have. But he's got a big ass head. (laughs) He is the Jolly Green Giant. Mm -hmm. So he's okay. I was like, oh shit. I was like, she has killed someone else and buried them there. (laughs) Is that really what she thought? Yeah. 
didn't even think of that. <laughs> well, at first, but then she, you said her son, and I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even think of that. But the grave, I was like, oh, who else she got out there? Like, I even the other kid that she kidnapped. Or yeah. a parent is what I thought of. I didn't think she Kind of her dad, because she said her dad had died. True. Oh, yeah. She's taking care of She probably killed him. Um, <laughs> she said she was a, a good, um, a good nurse. Yeah. She was not. So then we cut back to Haley, and you know, yeah, she's like, "I'm 22, and I I can't make sense out of this. You know, how does to get through to them?" He's like, "You reached Quentin." Yeah. So he pulled out the book. book. Yeah. Yeah. And and Quentin actually had some highlights in the book. Yeah. It's sad that he never finished it. Yeah. Yeah, that is. But it's like the good doctor. You know how his brother never finished the book. Oh, that's right. That was so sad. Yeah. And he's like two pages from Index and he had to read it to them. It was, it was a few pages, yeah. Mm. Everybody watch the good doctor. Please do. Like, it's a really good I'm going to have to watch Please it. Please yeah. do. It's so good. Um, so then like, she gets to class and she sees this chick in Quentin's seat. Yeah. So she tells her to leave. And it's like, why no one's sitting here? It's like, the desk is taken. Yeah. Take the did y'all recognize her immediately? Yes, I, I did. did not. Like, this is that shoplifting bitch. I did not. I just like, this chick got the attitude problem, and she needs to go to the principal's office. She's going to be the new Q. Is that what it is? Uh-huh, yeah. This desk is taken. Um, so then Lucas uh, addresses the team. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was like, what do you say? He can't take this away? Or? He, yeah, I, I he wishes could. he could take the pain away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay to feel anger and pain and hate. Mm-hmm. But I'm if it sorry. gets too much, you know, you come see us. Yeah. yeah. We are your family. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. skill's kind of hard saying. And yeah. um, Nathan says, you know, we'll remember, you know, he's, he's going to remember Q happy and play basketball because we loved, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's what he's going to remember. So, yeah. Um, did Pey- Brooke comes to see Peyton at her new house. Mm-hmm. She did. She gives her... walked in. Yeah. 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 They don't lock the door. They don't. Apparently they don't. not. Like, but no. she just gives Peyton her key back. Yes. Yeah. She says, life is too short, Peyton. You know? Mm-hmm. Victoria can have the line. Yeah. And so then Brooke gives... But Peyton gives her all her clothes back. Yeah. I had to wrestle some She got most of them back. But I got most of them She wrestled somebody in a wheelchair, too. Yeah. They get it back. I mean, people in a wheelchair can wear a couture. They can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know where they're going to walk, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they um, So, life is too short to be miserable. It's, and it is. But Brooke doesn't want it back. She's like, you can keep it. Like, I don't want it. And I'm sure none of it can fit Peyton because she's like a size double zero. Yeah, that's all that you put in your stuff. It is. I doubt that Brooke, who's somebody who didn't mm-hmm. want a size zero on a cover of her magazine, exactly. would have size zeros in her store. She kind of came to me today and said I lost weight. No, that's a good thing. That was not. I almost slapped him. Uh, so let's talk about this classroom scene here. Yes, with Haley. Somebody the other day asked me, what's the point? And I said, I don't know. But what I should have said is... I'm still wondering like you. Yes, that's what it says. I couldn't read that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, it says something, but I can't figure out what. Yeah, but she's like, I'm still wondering like you. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when something tragic happens, you know, she she's trying to figure it out. She was just like, you know, um, so she kind of like walks around the room and talks a little bit. And then yeah. she's like, you know, take out a pen, pen you know, so just clear everything off your desk, take out some paper, and we're going to write something about Quentin, whatever yeah, it may be. It's a literature class. Yeah, because that girl's like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, because it's a literature class. Like, yeah. <laughs> get your life together. Um, she's like, you know, if you don't know anything about Quentin, write what you think the point of all this is, you know? Yeah. Um, 
just just right, right how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she sees that somebody wrote on the desk, "We miss you, Q," and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no!" And she's like, "Who did this?" And so he tells her, and she's like, "Can I see the marker?" And so then she uh, writes the quote from Les Mis. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she says, "Who who, na- who next?" And so everybody gets up to write on the the desk, and then she walks by this little biatch Sam, and it's like, mm-hmm. um, "Nice shirt, clothes over bros, right?" Uh huh. Yeah, so she, she saw the I video. Think she, knows. she was yeah. on the video on the camera. Um, yeah. So then Jamie asks her why she's getting dressed up. Yeah. Or again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> again. yeah. Why are you getting dressed up again? And so she's like, "We're going to Quentin's funeral, so we can say goodbye." Yeah. So he like darts off. And this is where I thought Peyton looked good, but Jimmy thought she did not. That's she not true. Good. I just clarified. She's uh, getting dressed, and he's putting on stuff, and she's like, "How is, how is the team doing?" And he's like, "I, I feel so sorry that you know all this is happening. We haven't really talked about the wedding at all." And she's like, "The wedding can wait, Lucas. Mm-hmm. Like, shut up. Like, I'm here." You know, this is what married couples do. This is what a marriage is anyway. Um, and what do you say? He says, he tells her that she helps her so much. Mm-hmm. Or he helps her so much. Yeah, she helps him. Yeah. That's cute. They're together. <clears throat> so then we get Brooke and Nathan. Yes. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? It's just weird. It was so weird. It is a weird pair. Weird. But did you watch a deleted scene? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Mm. So there's a whole deleted scene. Yes, a whole deleted scene. Between Deb and Nathan. Oh. Where she basically, like, guilted him, guilted him into talking to Brooke. Really? Yeah. And, like, she started out by her parenting skills. Yes. Um, her and uh, Dan's parenting skills. It was just like, you know, I know you felt you were alone and you were the only one that was out here, you know. But, you know, just so you don't, I don't feel like I'm the only mother like this. She's like, there's um, got to be somebody, somebody else, you, right? you know, that was, you knew like that. And, and so, but Nathan responded and was just like. I was emancipated. So he first was emancipated, emancipated. And I don't think there's anybody else like me because he was like, my dad, you know, did whatever, tried to kill my mom. And my mom is a pushing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But she brings up. She's like, what about Brooke? What about Brooke? Like, it just came out of nowhere. Really? Exactly. Hmm. But her whole point was. Um, she was like, you know, people appear stronger than they are. And, you know, like, I just would want you to have somebody to talk to. And even though we're going through our own things, you know, she was like, you never know what a random act of kind, like, so, just, a, just a simple act of kindness could do for somebody. Correct. And yeah. so I think that prompts him to go. To go. To her, and you gotta keep in mind, Deb knows what happened to Brooke. Brooke. She's right. the only person that knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she was trying to get her to open up to somebody, and yeah. she was saying, okay. Nathan. Um, but yeah. I guess they cut but that I was scene. Leaving, like, but they cut all of that. And I, even I was like, what the hell? The only thing I didn't like about this is her face looked clearer. Like, uh, the bruises were not as prominent. So, you know, that was. She could put on makeup as a funeral. This is true. Well, she needs to keep it on huh. the best case. Mm, yeah, right. Damn. So she, she, she gets she gets her visit. She, she, she what? She, she looked bad. bad. I mean, she got beat up. Yeah. Would you rather she got beat up and then one episode later you don't see the bruises? Well, no, has I to. Would. Mm, that's, that's, that's not true. Not that's not real. That's not real life. Stay at home until they can heal. So Brooke gets his visit from Nathan. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if there's anything we can do for you, you know, let us know. He's like, you know, we kind of have the same parent yeah. insanity, and I just wanted to check your head and see how you're doing. And yeah. This quitting thing is hard. It's going to be pretty prominent in our lives for a while, but, you know, we're still all here for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'm, he's like, I know, you're fine. You can handle it. You're good. He's like, you know, we're very similar. I've said very similar things, you know. Um, 
you know, our parents didn't know about anything. They were stupid and selfish. And we all grew up. We both grew up way too fast. And yeah. with our parents, we pretty much never had a chance. Which is true. Yeah. And he talks about like you know when he had his dream or when he came close anyway and he lost it. He remember how he felt and everything that was going through and you know he just if she wants to talk about it you know yeah it's okay and so then he tells her you know it's really no surprise that you know she, she didn't even know Quentin that she's like trying to be there for everybody comes to his funeral because he's just like it doesn't surprise me that even with your own stuff going on you're thinking about other people and I'm like that is that's very broke that is broke that is broke that's very broke. So let me see Skills crying in the gym. Yeah. Oh, skills is. Jamie wants to go to the funeral. Yeah, he's all dressed up. He's like, I want to go. And you know, he's like, it's going to be really sad. But he's already sad. Yeah. So there oh. they go to the funeral. Yeah. What's it say? Um, this is now at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. I brought something before that. But oh, okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said the home going. Because call, they called it the home going. Which is a very southern black thing. Who called it that? The pastor when he was he's like, oh, no, okay, I welcome yeah. you all to the home going. Like oh, this, I this was that. a this is definitely an ethnic <laughs> like um, ceremony because the other ones were not like well I shouldn't say that because we really didn't see a funeral. We just saw them at the cemetery. Well, we saw them. No, we saw the funeral where he poured the the dirt over Keith's grave and okay, yeah, we yeah. saw the funeral. Yeah, like this is Keith. just like. Yeah, it was interesting. They got the chairs yes. and the, yeah. It just looked really ethnic to me. Oh my gosh. It, like, not in a bad way. I'm not saying it in a bad way. <laughs> it just looked black. Like, like this. Don't be black or Jimmy's gonna come. No, I'm not black saying that. It, well, I know, but what I'm, what, okay, okay, let me put it a different way. They got it right. Okay. How about that? Okay. That sounds better. Okay. So they got it, it, it was, it looked more familiar. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to Dan and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Dan's like, I'm so sorry for your loss. What was his name? You know, you can't replace him with my grandson. Your son is not coming back. This is not coming And, like, he kept repeating that. No. Well, this girl's about to have a nervous breakdown. This is Because she pulled a gun on him again, didn't she? I, I think she so. did. I thought she did something to him. I don't know. I was too caught up in my emotions from the funeral. I was like, get back to the funeral. What's happening? Oh, mm-hmm. Um. So I think that's when the mom shows up at the funeral, right? Mm-hmm. And she sits down and I'm like, oh, oh, Jesus, yeah. I can't handle that. Oh, like, I cannot. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Skills is, like, standing there, and, like, Deb's, like, looking over at him. and She just goes on over <laughs> Jimmy's like, oh, 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 Because Lincoln is like. But he can't say anything right now. Not right now. So it's the perfect time to do it. But it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. But I was like. Oh, I was consoling your friend. She, like, grabs his hand. Uh-huh. And... You know, he realizes that. Yeah, because especially after his conversation with Skills, he's like, this is what's going on. Because so, she was um, all him. Like, she was for real consoling uh-huh. him. And then I wrote, Quentin stands with the team again. Oh, that was so, that's when I was like, oh, my God, the team hates are going. And then the little oh, brother gets yeah. the on and gets in the middle. And I'm like, oh. I was like, God, that like, tears were there. I was like, I can't. I can't. Quit. Yes. Um, then we cut to Carrie yeah. putting flowers on her son's grave yeah. and crying. So, so I almost feel bad for her. Almost. Almost. I, I'm with you. Because I think I mentioned it. You did. I was like, something's got to be going something's on with, yeah. you know, for her obsession with Jamie. Like, she yeah. might have lost a child. And she did. Yeah. So... So then we get back to the funeral, and they've all kind of leaving, and Brooke mm-hmm. says she's going to get Jamie. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. we've got that voiceover going, 
which is just like, ugh, not the icing on the cake there. And um, the the song that's playing is just, that's just one of those songs that just will always make me just really sad. I don't know if you guys were listening to it. Like, I don't remember the words to it, but it was definitely a sad song. Yeah, it's called Quiet in My Town by Civil Twilight, and it's like, it starts with like, um, you know, a boy disappeared without noise, um, left no mark here, and and then it's like two lovers waiting. So it's just so sad. It's like, you know, today is too quiet in my town. It's sad. It's like a six or seven minute long song wow. in, in whole. But I, it made me buy this album. Like, I bought their album after I, after I heard this song. I was like, well, let me see who this is about. And I actually like a lot of the music. It's not all depressing, but um, this song is definitely sad. I always think about this moment. And it just really is driven home by um, that cape. The cape is what got me crying, and then Brooke cried, yeah. and I completely lost it. I was like, ah! So Jamie pulls out the cape, and he just like flails it out, and it's like, so says, today is too quiet, and I'm like, no, I can't. I know, and it has cute, it has this like, oh, and then Brooke just. She just, she finally cries. Yeah, she just breaks down, and then Jamie just like grabs her hand, and she's like standing there crying, and I'm like, oh. Uh, And then that voiceover is still going over. This girl, Samantha, has wrote this like really great like essay about you, and it's just like playing, and it ends with like, on some nights they say you could see him fly, and I guess now he can. And you're just like, oh, oh, the dagger. Oh, Mark Schwann, I hate you. You're a sick bastard, but (laughs) you wrote the shit out of this episode. I hate you. It was very moving. Yeah, I I was sad. I think I was definitely a little quiet teared up. I looked at Jimmy when it ended. I I won't lie. Um, I was home alone, thankfully. I was going to be like, what the fuck are you trying to do? What? What? You can tell him I'm watching a very intense episode. No, he knows how I get. I already threw my notebook and knocked his beer can over once Um, out of frustration. So her her voiceover was Quinn Seals was a basketball player. He was also a son, a brother, somebody's teammate, and somebody's friend. I never knew Quinn Fields, and I guess now I never will. Grief is like the ocean. It's deep and dark and bigger than all of us. And pain is like a thief in the night. Quiet, persistent, unfair diminished by time and fate and love i didn't know quentin fields but i'm jealous of him because i see how his absence has affected the people who did know him so i know he mattered to them and i know he was loved people say that quentin fields is a great basketball player graceful fluid inspiring they say on a good night it almost seemed as though he could fly and now he can Uh, yeah yeah, they're just kind of like goes to this town and so get cape where kids fly, and you got Jane putting the cape on there, and you're just like, oh, oh, the, the, uh. so let's just. What did you like most about this episode? I guess let's just let's just say that first. What do you feel like was the the strongest story of this episode? I guess the strongest character, your favorite character. What was your? <laughs> well, my favorite character was Jamie. Hmm. Just, you know, I just love Jamie. He's cute. And he handled everything well. Yeah, he's... This episode is... It's good, but it's good for, for reasons, right? Like, I mean, 
it feels like we shouldn't care about Quentin because he really hasn't been around that long when you really think about it in terms of how many episodes of the show we've watched. Mm-hmm. But um, we did see him start to change, and I just remember how much you guys hated him, and I was like, well, if only they knew. Yeah, if only right. they knew. when you start to end up liking him and yeah. seeing him bond with Jamie and becoming a better person, you know, it's yeah. just taken away. I think it's one of the better, better story character arcs on this show, I think, you know, watching him change. That got cut short because they killed him. But um, I, mean, I don't know if I missed it. Ooh, is that a bug? Ooh, it's probably another ladybug. It's not a ladybug. Is it again? Yeah, oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if I necessarily liked him as a character, <laughs> which is I'm serious. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I really. I, but the way he died is what really got me. A, it's realistic, completely at random. It's not like someone was plotting out to get him. I mean, he it wasn't um, someone broke into his house. It wasn't um, he got with the wrong crowd. It, that's not what happened. He's in he the was, wrong place. He was the at the wrong time. place at the wrong time. And and I think that more so. And he was a kid. But I think that more so is probably what what hurt or tugged at me a little bit more. Yeah. So the way he died. Yeah. But this episode was very, um, it was moving all the way around. I yeah. Mean, I didn't show a lot of emotion. But um, my favorite character was Haley. Like, mm. hands down. Her every acting. Si- her sure acting. Too. And, and um, she really made me think back on my high school deaths because we had three deaths in our high school class during school. And um, I remember everyone's emotions after the fact. Um, and one in particular, like this guy, I don't know if he had, he didn't have Down syndrome, but he had, um, his, I don't know, he had some type of deformity, like something was wrong. And you can tell he had something. Um, and he did not make it. I don't even think he made it. It had to have been our sophomore year of high school. And so, but we had been together since elementary. And so we all knew him, and he was a very popular kid, and the school broke down. I mean, we had to, we closed classes, we we um, joined in the um, the um, auditorium, like, it was a big ordeal, because he was an extremely popular and likable person. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I can understand what Haley is coming from, and that, like, because you don't know what to do, you don't know what to say, you know, what do you say to, because we all went to the funeral, yeah. um, what do you say to the mom, like, it's, it's not... There's no right words. And so it's just, you know. But anyway, that kind of no, made it yeah. for me. Um, yeah, my my favorite is probably just going to be Brooke. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I love Brooke Davis because she's so much like all of us. You know, like we can change and we can become better people. The Brooke that we met in the pilot is very different from the Brooke that we know now, but at the same time, she's still very much that same person, that girl who hides her emotions behind things. She's an adult version. She's, she's just an adult version of her. And yeah. I love that her character has grown so much, but at the same time, it's still so much the same. And I think that's, for me, that's it. Brooke Davis is one of the better story arcs from One Tree Hill as a whole. It's just watching her growth, and I think that Sophia Bush's acting in this episode, you know, just over these course of these episodes, it's been good just watching her character kind of go to these struggles and these depths. And man, that crying at that end, I mean, come on. Like, how does your heart just not, like, break for her? So, yeah. Jeanette, did you have a relatable character? I mean, I can just relate as a whole being 
um, having my grandmother die when I was nine, so a little bit older than Jamie. I knew what was going on, but just kind of everyone breaking down and all being sad and, you know, yeah. just dealing with death at a young age. Um, for me, it was um, actually Brooke. It was actually Brooke. I mean, which you were attacked I mean, in the attempt for your designs. No, um, <laughs> you no. just threw all your clothes out in the street. Cyber, uh, cyber attack with all of these crazy people. No, I mean it's just. I remember sitting down with my friends um, when I used to actually talk to them, and I remember and they were all talking about their problems and their issues and they were just like like Jimmy like we never know anything about what's going on with you and I'm just like if you really did you probably couldn't handle them and so I keep a lot of things to myself you know I share them with certain people and um, when I say them when I'm ready to reveal them or I say them when I'm really ready to deal with the backlash or the the support from other people and so I can I can relate to that. I do think you need a moment to breathe to get your thoughts together when something that tragic happens. But there's a fine line of keeping it to yourself and actually reaching out for help. And and so I've been battling that line and, and teeter tottering, as they say. So that's definitely not relatable. Hmm. Do you think you can ever really get over that line, or? What do you mean? Like you said, you're battling that line, so... Because it is, it's a fine, fine, fine line. It's just no different than... Are you trying to stay on the line, or just kind of a balance? No, I, I'm learning throughout my life that everything we do is about balance. And so you don't share your deepest thoughts or your deepest, deepest desires or your deepest feelings with any and everybody. A, they have to earn it, and then you have to be in a place to know how to articulate it to them. And so I'm consistently finding that balance of how I want to be perceived, how I want someone to to hear or when I want them to hear what's really going on with me. Um, and if I feel that you can't deal with it, I'm not going to say anything because you're not going to do anything but add to the problem versus offering a solution. And so, and again, it's, it's still a fine line because you could be wrong. That person could very well have exactly what you need to hear, and so you have to find a balance. Okay. So, yes, I guess to answer your question, I do believe I will find a better balance as time go on. Okay. So why don't you not throw all your clothes out on the street? Yeah. I don't think I would ever do that, or all of my videos. <laughs> like, just throw all of my videos to, to the garage or something. Mm -hmm. My label is Jamie. Really? Well, yeah, I mean... cute little kid, though. I know, but like I said earlier, you know, just... <laughs> Not understanding what's happening, yeah. um, you know, as it's happening. It, like I said, I, I very vividly remember that it was my weekend, um, you know, because we had weekends because they were divorced. So we, oh, you yeah. know, we, yeah, yeah. we would rotate. So each of us would have one weekend and then there'd be a weekend where all of us go. So it was our weekend. And I, I remember when he left. I remember, you know, who he left with. I remember what he said when he left. And I just remember waking up the next day with everybody being there and not really understanding why everybody was so sad and they're trying to explain it to me and I'm just sitting on the couch and everybody's like looking around the room and everybody's sad and they're all trying to figure stuff out and you, you don't understand what's happening and it's just like this period of time where you just don't understand what's happening and um, kind of like how Jamie had the cape for um, Quentin you know I had I, guess, I don't know if I shared I think I've shared it with you guys but I had a hat that my dad like absolutely hated he hated this hat and um, we went and we spread his ashes over. We drove to this place and we, we spread the ashes over the river. And as we were spreading the ashes, the wind came and took the hat off my head. And it took it with him when the ashes went. Wow. Oh, wow. And, 
you know, my brother's like, oh my god, you know, he just he he was still there. He really hated that hat, and so <laughs> um, you know, he just took that with him because he's like, if he's gonna go, he's gonna take that with yeah. him. Um, and so you know, you just you don't realize that there are things you just, you, you want to keep, and so like how. Jamie had that jersey, you know, I had a shirt of his that I absolutely don't really care for the Simpsons, but I used to love this shirt um, because it was his shirt and it said like father like son and it had Bart and um, whatever, Homer on it and, um, you know, and then I had the Batman sleeping bag that he got me and there were just things that you just held on to and I held on to that Batman sleeping bag until I was about 15, you know, I don't even remember what, but my mom probably threw it away, honestly, but, because I mean, I outgrew it, and, you know, it was just a blanket at some point, but it was, mm-hmm. it was a blanket that he got me, you know, and so you want to keep on to that, and you want to hold on to it, and um, so, you know, I think a lot of times people die, we, we want to give things to, to people to kind of, they remember them, so, like, that, um, I don't know if it's still here, but that pocket, that pocket knife that was on the table, mm-hmm. that's my grandfather's, you know, my grandmother gave it to me when he passed away, you know, a couple of years ago, so, you know, we just, we like to keep things, and, you know, we kind of hold on to it, and so, just seeing Jamie and going through this episode, I think that's really why, it, for me, it hits me the most, especially the scenes with the kids and everything, because it just puts me back in that mentality, and I'm like, wow, you know, it just sucks because as kids we don't understand, and when you lose somebody important to you, it just it hurts, you know. So, um, so how did you rate this episode? I gave it an eight. Okay. All right. All right. I gave it an eight point five. Alright, I gave it an 8. It has a 9.3 rating on IMDb. Wow. Oh, I had rated higher than both of you guys. You did? I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think upon rewatching it, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's not it's not a bad episode. Because it wasn't. Yeah. It's not the worst episode of one. It's probably one of the better ones that I think that I've seen in this back. Since since they've grown up to adults, this probably ranks high up on the list of, of the episodes that. That, that, uh, that we've seen. And, um, you know... I feel like this could have been uh, a mid-season finale, or this could have been the pickup from a mid-season finale. Like, right. Quentin's shooting could have been a mid-season finale, and this could have been the pickup from it. So I was like, oh, this happened so early, you know? Um, what's going on here? Um, and maybe that was his plan. Maybe it was his intention, you know, because, you know, the other season was cut short um, because of the writer's strike. So who knows what the original call and plan was. But, uh, you know, I, I did enjoy it um, a lot, you know, but... I mean, there are some moments where I'm like, uh, I feel like the while the the Carrie and Dan thing is is fun, it's also kind of it really just feels out of place. So like when we go look into our notes and we're talking about such sad stuff, and then we go to Carrie and Dan, it just it feels so awkward. Um, so but then it gets sad because we know that her son yeah. died mm-hmm. and is buried in their backyard for some weird some reason, weird reason, which is not legal at all. But they're out in the country somewhere. It's sketchy. <laughs> it is sketchy. It is sketchy. So, um, so let's see if there's any other trivia from this episode, other than. Uh, then you start to feel for her, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know. She needs some help. Because she's now she's humanized at this point. Because obviously she probably had a mental break. After she this. had. Oh to. yeah, she's just not recovering. Like that. That at all. That is easy. Um, so, music from this episode, we had a brittle filament by the 1AM radio, Some Streets Lead Nowhere by Matthew Ryan, Feels Like Letting Go by Matthew Perryman Jones, Small Things by the Audreys, Shine Your Light on Us by the Robbie C. Band, Memories, All We Need by the sequel, Further to Fall by Dan, Quiet in My Town by Civil Twilight. This episode's hybridated from the name of the British indie rock band, um, Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. Singer-songwriter Matthews Ryan, whose music is featured in this episode, also served as the guest composer for the episode, composing all the scores that were used. Mm. So, 
know if that was of interest to you guys, but um, yeah, it was. So, uh, Jeanette, what you got <laughs> for some... Oh, you know, just what we can get from this is that life is short, and it's too short to be miserable. I think that's, you know, what Peyton tells Brooke, and um, just don't let it pass you by. You know? All right. And do we have any um, reality? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, any for any new likes? Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, there was one. I saw it. I didn't see the new one. I'm pretty positive we did. Maybe. And I remember last week. Oh, maybe that was. Man, that's what I was thinking. About yeah, like during one. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually doing the podcast. I don't think we've had one. Since. I was like, I don't think we did either. I don't remember popping out. No. I I could have sworn we did, but okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think I've got a promo for the next episode. Oh, let's watch it. Mm-hmm. So cute. we're watching four and five. So let's see if we can get it going there. Maybe. I don't know. My phone. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I'm loving it. <gasps> oh, hell to the no. She needs to just die off. Who? Manicure. Oh. I hope, she, I hope Brooke shoots her. Right in the senior. Well, so next time we'll be talking about episodes four and five of One Tree Hill season, season six. Uh, we've got our new theme song going for this season. Oh, yes, we do. Please, Y'all are going to love it. Yes, listen to the entire thing about Always Leave Your Well, they'll hear it because it's the second podcast of the season. We never recorded the, the, oh, the, the, right. the first one, so uh, it's just new to us. But they'll hear it as of the last episode. So. Uh, listen, and we want to know your thoughts. So. Yeah, we want to know what you think we about it. a lot of fun. We're going to keep trying to power power through this for the end of through the end of the year so hopefully yeah, we will. you know oh, we got this yeah we'll be we'll be if we'll look up and before we know it we'll be headed towards we the are professional season, season podcasters six. damn yeah. it um we're almost to five thousand downloads guys that is so awesome it's really exciting um who would have thought when we sat down 50 something 60 something episodes ago that we'd be here you know, five thousand downloads. No sponsors, no big backers. Just start, just the fans, just the yeah. One Tree Hill fans. I'm gonna talk to the um, the guys already inspired by Jimmy L. and see how they feel about backing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how they? You see how they feel about sponsoring? About sponsoring a couple of episodes. Yeah. Nice. That would be nice. Well, you know, I'll call a board meeting. <laughs> Well, until next time. Until next time, you all. See ya. And it's this one. Please don't forget to send us your feedback and comments to there's only OTHpod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to find us on Facebook by searching for There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters so you can stay up to date on all of the One Tree Hill news. Also, follow us on Twitter at OnlyOTHpod. 
all of our info, every one of our podcasts, and our link to our crowdfunding campaign where you can win prizes can be found at there's only oth.podbean.com. You can follow me, Winston Rise, on Twitter at CapesideRedemption and at SchoolTV.com, author code WN, where I review shows such as iZombie and Legends of Tomorrow. And you can follow my positivity journey on Facebook at Inspired by Jimmy L. Also, while you're downloading music from this episode on iTunes, please stop by and leave us a rating or or a review. As you know, ball may be life, but podcasts ain't cheap. We do this in our spare time for other super fans like us, and your ratings and reviews really help us out. So please don't be afraid to comment wherever you like on any platform. You know what? We've said this uh, time and time again. And I bet no one is probably even paying attention. You know what? That's true. People always leave <laughs> before the plug. <laughs> well, you know what? The joke's on you because you both wasted your time reciting all this. Uh, until until next time. time. Bye. Bye.